podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Friday the 7th of October. Manchester United produced a much-improved second-half performance to avoid embarrassment against Apoel Nicosia in the Europa League. United were 1-0 down at half-time to the Cypriot side before substitute Marcus Rashford inspired his team to a 3-2 victory. Rashford scored two and made one in a game which saw a frustrated Cristiano Ronaldo miss a string of good opportunities. Manager Eric Ten Hag was pleased with Ronaldo, however, saying the Portugal striker had a good impact on the game. Arsenal continued their excellent form with a straightforward 3-0 win at home to Norwegian side Bodo Glimt. A much-changed Arsenal team was too much for the visitors. Two goals in the opening half-hour from Eddie Nketiah and Callum Chambers made it a comfortable evening at the Emirates, while Fabio Vieira's third rounded off the scoring. The result was Arsenal's fourth win in a row in all competitions and keeps them top of their Europa League group. Gianluca Scamacca scored the winner against Anderlecht as West Ham recorded a third straight victory in the Europa Conference League. It was the second goal in successive games for the Italian striker who is settling in quickly in East London and the victory makes it three in a row for the Hammers in Europe. After the game, manager David Moyes was quick to praise the strength of his squad. He said, We've started to get a squad of players we can chop and change when we need to. The players we've brought in made the difference. No, that's wrong, sorry Leon. The players we brought on made the difference. And it's a packed weekend of Premier League action again. Highlights in the games this weekend include Arsenal-Liverpool on Sunday and, before that, Brighton-Spurs Saturday tea time. Those are your headlines. OK, let's start with Arsenal. Here's Boyd Hilton from the Footballist at the Arsenal podcast. Hi, this is Boyd Hilton um, reporting on Arsenal v Bodo Glimt. I think it's fair to say uh, that for most Arsenal fans, the way we're regarding this season is that we've got a brilliant um, first eleven um, who are top of the league. And um, we all think that we're going to stand a very good chance of finishing at least in the top four. Um, but we have doubts about the strength of the squad in general. But last night, I think, um, in the Europa League v Bodo Glimt, we showed that at least against the side, you know, obviously it's Bodo Glimt, they're not the best side in the world, but they're decent. But um, he made eight changes, Arteta, from the team um, uh, at the weekend, and they did really, really well. Dominated the game. We never looked kind of in any doubt, really. There were moments, there were periods of the game um, where Bodo Glimt had a surprising amount of possession. I think in the end they had almost like half possession. But we still looked safe all the way through. And in terms of the attacking players, um, they looked fantastic. Vieira has just slotted into the system wonderfully. He's got brilliant touch, amazing skill and vision. And the the kind of icing on the cake, if you like to use that cliche, sorry, was the fabulous um, uh, Jesus run for the third goal. Absolutely astonishing dribbling, which he does that every single game. Two or three times every game, Jesus just dribbles around five or six defenders in their penalty area. And then he set it up for Fabio Vieira to get a very well-deserved goal in the uh, 84th minute. But all in all, very, very um, confident. Um, uh, and um, it, was a, it was a kind of a lovely little game to show that we actually have got a pretty decent squad, um, at least um, against that kind of team. Let's move on then. Manchester United beat Apoel Nicosia last night 3-2 away in Cyprus. At half-time, it looked like it was a classic United display. By classic, I mean something we've come to recognise as modern Manchester United. Sloppy on the ball, no real intensity, a goal down at a place where they should be winning comfortably. Having said that, they did create several chances in that first half. It could just, just as easily have been 2 or 3 nil to United. But in the second half, Ten Hag made the changes. He changed the entirety of the left-hand side. Tyrone Malassia came off, 
Jaden Sancho came off. And instead on came Luke Shaw and Marcus Rashford. And that changed the game. Rashford looked really sharp. I'm really pleased to see him back like this. It's been a while. It's been 18 months, at least. But he looks like he's got confidence. He looks sharp. He looks hungry. His finish, his first goal was fantastic. Um, he's a he's a top-class player when he's on that sort of form. Yes, I know it's only Apoel Nicosia, but he's also done it this season against Arsenal, against Liverpool. I'm hoping this is it. He's, he's back to it and he's going to stay at that level for United's sake, but more so for England's sake. Because he is a he's a great option to have. Uh, Ronaldo, on the other hand, yeah, he missed a lot of chances, and it also it just felt a little bit embarrassing because towards the end of the game, the game wasn't dead. They were three one up. Okay, so you, you you think you've done it, but you, we've seen teams come back from three one down. So the game isn't done, and yet United's players are just trying to set up Ronaldo time after time after time. It was it just felt it felt quite patronising, like <laughs> Ronaldo was. A 75-year-old guy. It's like, you know, when you watch uh, at the end of the season, the players' kids come on and you love like a three-year-old toddler sort of try and kick the ball into the net and the crowd are like really cheering harder than anything. It felt like that, but with Ronaldo, this is uh, one of the greatest players of all time. You don't need to patronise him this way, but they were doing it and he still couldn't quite do it. He still couldn't quite score. It was difficult to watch. I'm not sure how much longer he's got at this level and there's all this talk about him leaving. I don't know who's going to take him. Martial came on and looked looked far sharper, looked far better, looked far more suited to that system. But anyway, United came through it. They got the victory. That's all they'll care about. Finally then, West Ham. Good result for them last night. Uh, and direct aren't, a, aren't an easy team, aren't an easy place to go to. Skamaka looks like he's settling in quite nicely. Scored a great goal at the weekend. Scored another one here. Um, and as David Moyes says, they've got some strength and depth now. They are... They're playing with quite a few new players, and it's always hard to bed everyone in at once. Just, just ask Steve Cooper at Forest, but it is hard to bring in these players, and they're not just—they're they're key players. They're brought in in key positions, and it is hard sometimes to get those playing at the same time, to get everyone hitting the ground running, singing off the same hymn sheet. Uh, but it looks like it's starting to come together slowly. It's been a slow start to the season, but I think the likes of Skamaka, I certainly think Pakatar, I think he's a fantastic signing, and I think he'll just go from strength to strength. Weird season for everyone with the World Cup coming up. So West Ham's new players, they finally settle in and they'll go away for a month. So it's not going to be ideal in terms of timing. But last night was decent from them. I've got to admit, I didn't watch the whole game, just saw the highlights. But they'll hope to continue that form at the weekend. All right, I hope you enjoy the games wherever you're watching them this weekend. Plenty of action, Championship, Premier League. Look, I know we don't talk about the Championship on here. I'd love to. Championship and League One. I'm a Derby fan, for Christ's sake. But uh, Premier League is largely where it's at, and that's what we'll continue talking about. All right, that's it. I'll see you on Monday here on The Whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.